Good morning, everyone. Hopefully you are doing well wherever you are. I want to thank the Almighty God for His grace and mercy, which has given us this morning. This is God's servant, your friend, James Malakai, all the way from Uganda, live in the studio of G24. I thank the Almighty God who has kept you alive and who is doing marvelous things in your life. This is Monday morning. I kindly request you to call somebody. Yes, send somebody a message and tell him that Reclaim is on. Just tune in and listen to this wonderful session, which is going to take you to another level. We are still in our episode Elevation. Elevate, yes, I know all the team are here with us and they're going to bless us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. You need to be grateful regardless of what you're going through. The Bible says, in everything, let us praise the Lord. As the Bible says, all things work together for good and them who accord according to his purpose. Yes, all things work together for good to them that love God. If you accord according to God's purpose, yes, you don't have to complain to mama of what is not going on well. I know our God is a faithful God. He can turn around all things, even those negative things which seems impossible unto you. With God, all things are possible. He can turn into uh, that those impossibility situations into possibilities in Jesus' mighty name. Yes, I believe God is doing marvelous things. We are going to pray, but before we pray, of course, we are going to have the word of the Lord. Yes, I believe this word is going to bless your life. It's going to encourage you because before God does anything in our lives or in any situation, at first he has to send his word. As the Bible says, he sent forth his word and things are created. There is nothing which came into existence before God's word. So God spoke the word and things came into existence. That's why the Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was, was with God and the word was God and nothing was created without the word. So that's why always we have to begin with the word because we know the word of the Lord is the creative power which he uses to create things into existence. And as God's children, we must understand that principle that God is word first. Before you say anything, before you do anything, you must have the word of the Lord. That's why God taught Joshua in Joshua chapter 1, of course, chapter 1 verse 8, that this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate upon it day and night. And that's how you shall make your way prosperous. So prosperity, of course, uh, which is godly, starts with the word and ends in the word. When you have the word, you walk in the word, definitely you are going to make your way prosperous in Jesus' mighty name. So today's word is in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. The Bible says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly 
abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we bless you. We magnify your name. We thank you for this blessed morning, oh God. We know you are able to do exceedingly abundantly far above what can us imagine according to the power that works within us. I pray, my goodness, Lord, as this word is being shared, may your Holy Spirit bring understanding, bring revelation and illumination so that your children may understand it in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. So this word, of course, is the word I feel in my spirit to share with you before we pray. The Bible told us that unto him who God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above what can also imagine according to the power that works within us. What does that mean? Of course, our God is able to do more than we ask. He is able to do more than we imagine. When we talk about, of course, imagination, we talk about the mental ability to create mental pictures. Yes, you can sit down and you just imagine things. You know, imagination can take you from ground zero and take you to the greater heights which your eyes cannot see. You can go there with your imaginations. But God is able to do more than your imagination. Yes, God is more, is, can do more than what you think. Of course, men have many thoughts in their minds, but our God is able to do more than we think or imagine. And God is more than to do what you can ask for. So in other words, in our humanity, we are limited in many ways. Because even in our prayers, sometimes we don't even know the right things to pray for. That's why the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse 26, that we don't know how we ought to pray, but the Spirit bears witness with our spirits. So the Holy Spirit always helps us to pray according to the will of God. Because in our human ability, we are limited in many ways. So sometimes we don't know even what to pray for. That's why God is able to do more than what we ask for. Because God wants to give us more than we ask for. God wants to give us more than we think of. God is more than able to do or to give us more than we imagine of. So that's what you need to understand. That God cannot be limited with our, uh, of course, uh, with our lifestyle, with our stuff, maybe you may think, or oh, maybe because I, I never graduated, so I'm, I don't deserve this. That's a human way of understanding things because you can reach somewhere and you disqualify yourself because maybe you don't have the requirements or the qualification of a particular job they're asking for. But God can do more than that. David was a young man who was sent by his father to bring food to the battlefield. He was not a soldier. He never went to any military school. He didn't know anything about, yes, about firing, that professional firing. He was only used to take care of the sheep. He was a shepherd. He knew only to play music while he's in the field, he knew something uh, which was not in relation to military. 
So he was not a man of war. He was not a trained soldier. But that's the guy God used to kill Goliath who failed the soldiers for 40 days. Just imagine. So that's our God. So we serve a God who does wonderful things, who can do more than your degree can, can do. He can give you more than you ask for. He can give you more than you can imagine. That's why the Bible says that what your eyes have not seen, what you have not heard, what has not entered into your heart is what God has prepared to them that love him. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. So God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above. We know from the scriptures, actually, when you read 1 Kings chapter 3, you'll see an amazing story about a man by name of Solomon. He was a king when he came in power after his dad, David, Passed on, of course, he was a young man, energetic. But one day after offering a sacrifice to the Lord, the Lord appeared to him in a dream and asked him, what do you want me to do to give you? And he said, give me a heart of understanding. Give me wisdom. And God gave him wisdom and he added on that which he didn't even ask for because he asked only for wisdom so that he may be able to judge the nation of Israel. But besides the wisdom, God told him, I'll make you glorious. I'll make you rich. Actually, none of people will be richer than you. So he made him rich, but he didn't pray for the riches. What does that mean? That God is able to do more than we ask for. God is able to do more than we think of. That's why the Bible says that seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. So when we seek the Lord with all our hearts, God knows more than us because he's all-knowing God, he's omniscient God. He knows more than we know. He is not limited by anything. Yes, there are things, as I've said, that we look at and we disqualify, we disqualify ourselves. We say, yes, I don't have the capacity to do that. I'm not, uh, I'm not able to do it. I don't have the qualifications. But God does not do things the way human beings think. He is beyond our ability of thinking. He is beyond our ability of praying. He's beyond that. So he is able. So my brother, my sister, wherever you are listening to me from, I want to encourage you this morning that you have a God who is able to change things around. You have a God who can turn anything. Yes, he can turn any situation around. He can change things. You may not have what it takes as the world uh, interpret things. You may not have the, the, the resources. You may not have the resources to start up the business you want to start. You may not have the academic credentials to get that job. You may not have the, the best referees to refer you to that particular job you want to get. Yes, you may not have the recommenders but that one should not stop you from believing God for greater things. 
Because God is able to do exceedingly abundantly far above what we ask or imagine. So I want this passage to, to seek deeply in your heart. I want you to understand that you, God is not limited. He is able. He said that I am the Lord of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? That's what he says in Jeremiah. That I am the Lord of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Absolutely, there is nothing which is too hard for God. We have seen God doing amazing things. God healing people whom the doctor have discharged to die. Because they say, according to your situation, we have no scientific solution for it. They have tried their level best, but they can't reverse anything. They can't stop anything. So it's like they just give up to somebody to go and die. But even in such situations, God can intervene. God can reverse that situation. If you are sick, you know, uh, of course, there is a certain, uh, maybe you are suffering from cancer. There is a certain stage where doctors will tell you when cancer reaches this stage, of course, you are a gone case. You cannot recover. Yeah, that's science and those are human beings. What they are saying is a fact, but it's not a truth. So you need to differentiate between facts and truth. Because what they can uh, diagnose as scientists, yeah, they give you factual things, but the truth of God's word is what is more important. Because the Bible says that God is all-powerful. And the Bible says, I am the Lord of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Even when doctors have given up on you, if you believe God can change things, God can heal you, God can set you free, God can deliver you, God can give you that job, God can change your situation in your marriage. As I'm speaking now, Somebody you are experiencing hardships in your marriage. Things are not adding up. It's like you are about to quit, but I feel in my spirit you should not quit. God is intervening and God is going to fix things. He's going to fix your marriage. He's going to change your spouse. He is going to intervene and you are going to see light in the middle or in the midst of darkness, light is coming your way. Life is coming in these situations. God is stretching his hand and God is going to reverse the situation. So stop condemning yourself. You know, sometimes when we are pushed on the wall, we condemn ourselves and we say, my goodness, why me always? Maybe I have something wrong. Sometimes things happen to us not because we are wrong or because you have committed wrong. But things happen because Satan want to cause, cause you to, dis, to renounce God. To disown your creator. As Job's wife said to his husband, 
Why don't you curse God and die? Because the situation pushed Job and the wife on the wall. They lost everything, including their children. So the woman reached a time where she could not hold it any longer. Said, no, there is no need of believing God, this God. I can't believe this God. I can't trust this God. Who has done ABC? Because uh, during uh, uh, that time, they didn't have a full revelation about who God is and what the devil can do. So even what devil did, they just put it on God's account. So because they didn't know Satan. But I want to assure you, even when the situation were like that, Job didn't give up. Job didn't give up. He remained faithful to his God and remained positive. He said, I know one thing, my Redeemer liveth. So your Redeemer lives. Our God is our Redeemer. He lives, he doesn't die. So you need to believe, to believe God. So this morning, we are going to pray. I am speaking these things to charge you up so that you may understand that we serve a God who never fails. King of glory, I bless you. I magnify your name. Yes, just come on, go ahead and pray. Yes, put that situation before the Lord. Don't just keep quiet. The Bible says that be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. So just make your, your request known to God this morning. Whether you are sick, just tell God to heal you. If you need a job, just tell God exactly that. Whatever you need, maybe you need protection, you need favor, or you need marriage. Maybe you need divine intervention in your marriage. Yes, God is able, just tell him, my goodness, Father, I bless you. I magnify your name this morning because you are the Lord who never falls. You are the Lord who does wonders, who does amazing things. As the Bible has told us, oh God, that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly far above what can also imagine according to the power that works within us, oh God. Yes, there's somebody out there, Lord, who is, my God, in need of something. Some, my God, they are broke. They have debts, oh God. Everything, Lord of glory, is completely out of course. But you are the Lord. You are able. You are the Lord who cannot fail. My God, where our strength reaches or stops, my God. That's where you begin from, my God. Yes, serve somebody, my God, from debts, oh God. They have debts, my God. They are demanded where they stay, where they work from, everywhere, Lord. They are debts, but you are the Lord who can help them, my God. We see in the scriptures, Lord, this lady, a widow, my God, of one of the prophets in the scriptures. The Bible says she came to Elijah, Elisha, this, your servant, and said, yes, my husband, he was a servant of the Lord, but he died. But before he died, he borrowed money and he could not pay. But now the borrower, the one who gave my husband money has come to take the, my two sons according to the, the contract they signed. That if he fails to pay the money back, the children will be taken instead. 
But God Almighty, you intervened. You intervened, Lord. You did miraculous things, my God, and you saved, Lord. That, those two sons from taken into captivity. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. That, Lord Almighty, you may stretch your hand, you may provide. Let the oil which breaks the yokes, my father of death, be, be released now. Let that oil be released, O oh God. Let that oil break every yoke, as the Bible says it shall come to pass on that day. That burden upon their shoulders shall be lifted up and the yoke upon their neck shall be destroyed by the anointing. May your anointing break the yoke, my father of deaths. May your anointing break the yokes of sicknesses and diseases. Those who have been oppressed and suppressed by the enemy through sicknesses and disease, I pray. May your hand, my father, break that bondage in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son, the living God. Those who are suffering with asthma, those who are suffering with diabetes, those who are suffering with pressure, those who are suffering, King of glory, with cancer, those who are suffering with back pain, those who are suffering with headache, those who are suffering with, their jo with joints, they have pain in their joints. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, let them be healed. As the Bible says in Psalms 107 verse 20, that you sent forth your word and healed them and delivered them from destruction. May your word this morning, Lord, deliver every child of yours from every, every, every pain, from every disease and sickness. Those sickness which are chronic, let those sickness be destroyed out of their bodies in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray that you may stretch your hand and deliver your children from any form of bondage. Those whose uh, lives have been tormented by the enemy, the Bible says for this very reason, the Son of God was manifested that they may destroy the works of the devil. May the works of the devil be destroyed. That works of the devil in somebody's life be destroyed in the name of Jesus. May the works of the devil be destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak healing. I speak deliverance. I speak King of glory, life in dead-like situations. Because you came, Jesus, to give us life and you are the resurrection and life. Yes, my goodness, Lord. There are people who are in dead-like situations. Everything's dead. Marriage is like dead. Yes, relationships is like dead. Job is like dead. Business is like a dead thing. But in such situations, oh God, I pray that you administer life. May your power resurrect whatever thing the enemy is targeting to kill. Whatever the enemy has destroyed, my God, let it be resurrected in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Because you are the Lord who speak and life comes. Yes, when you sent 
Ezekiel, my God, in that valley of dry bones, you told him to speak. And he has spoke, my goodness, Lord, life came back in those dry bones. I speak life in the dry situations, in the wilderness. Let there be water in the wilderness. Let there be provision in the wilderness. Let there be less you in the wilderness. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. In those situations which seems hard, impossible, let them be turned around, my God, by the power of your word. Because the Bible says you are the Lord who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly. Yes, somebody has been looking for a job for many, many years. You have tried, you have written applications. And this time around, you say, no, you have even lost the morale. You say, no more writing any application. I'm fed up of that stuff. But I am here to assure you that God is going to, uh, to intervene. Yes, before this month ends, you are going to receive a phone call. Uh, in one place where I took your application, God is intervening and you are going to be called in the mighty name of Jesus. You will testify. Because our God is a God who is able. Our God is a God who cannot be limited. He, is, he remembered Mordecai after many years. Their God is remembering you. If we remember Zechariah after many years, God is remembering you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Yes, if we remembered, yes, Zechariah, the father of John, he waited for God for many, many years. But one day, God came and told him, your prayers have been answered. Your prayers have been heard and I'm here to answer you, to bring you good news that you shall have a son. Zachariah didn't believe that because he had waited for many, many years. And the Bible says him and the wife, they were well advanced in years. They were old people. They have given up this issue of having a child. But God intervened and reversed things. He revived their hope. He gave them a son. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. For that barren womb to conceive. Where you went, the doctors, and they say there is complication which cannot be sorted. They said you cannot conceive. I am here to declare as a servant of God, under the authority and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, you shall conceive in the name of Jesus. This year, you shall conceive and I command the spirit of barrenness to leave you in the mighty name of Jesus. As I'm praying right now, if you are believing God for a child, yes, you a woman, just touch, touch, touch your, 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 your belly, touch. 
church in the mighty name of Jesus as I'm declaring these words God is doing spiritual operation and God is delivering you from that evil spirit which has been hindering you from conceiving the spirit of barrenness I break it in the mighty name of Jesus may that reproach that reproach of barrenness be lifted off your life in the name of Jesus Father God, I pray even for the, those men who have also the issue. They told them they have lost some count. Therefore, they cannot produce. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, may you increase their seeds, O oh God. They will, they will produce in Jesus' mighty name. Whatever has been causing that, I command it to lose in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I thank you because you are doing awesome things. You, are, you have given your sons jobs and daughters. You have intervened their marriages and you are fixing, Lord of God, the issues they've been having in their marriages. I thank you because you have done glorious things. You have released divine favor upon their lives. As you have entered this new week, Lord of glory, this is Monday. I declare that the rest of the days will be of great testimonies in the mighty name of Jesus. None of them will live to regret, but all have a word to, to thank you. They will always have a, a reason to be grateful in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless God. Father, we thank you because you have done it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Yes, this is uh, our moment now. Uh, as we are winding up, I want to give one, this opportunity to somebody who wants to give his life to Jesus Christ. Because the Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. If you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, you can call, you can repeat after me, say, Lord Jesus, I thank you because you came and died for me. I believe with all my heart that you are my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, I pray and believe. Amen. So you are now saved. Just look for a Bible-believing church. You can reach us on this studio line, plus 44-776-058-7103. Shalom.